Hello, soccer family. It is past midnight, and we have decided to follow through with what we promised yesterday or two days ago, whenever that was. Can you can you just note for a second how excited Justin sounds? He can't even talk. Like, he's so excited, and I can't talk either. I think we all lost our voice at that game. So I am extremely excited about what happened tonight. I have just gone through a lot in the last, I don't know how many two games, and today was crazy. It was crazy. I am tired, but I feel amazing. Why do I feel amazing? We just beat Mexico. Oh! <laughs> Got him. Told y'all it was going to happen. We told y'all. We all predicted it was going to happen. We just didn't predict the score. But that's fine. Yeah, we were all wrong on that, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But that, I don't care. I don't care if it was Dos Acero, 3-2, 2-1, whatever he said. We got the win. Got him. one nothing. Oh, my God. We needed this so bad. This is, this it was is, fun, this too. This is a little Band-Aid of that sky is falling, starting putting those pieces back up. We the best. We back. Let's talk about the day today. Like, it was long. Long breaks, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the day today. The tailgate, the section, the goal. And we just saw a sports center where <laughs> all the beer was being thrown in our section up up in the air. You can see it spraying. No, thrown from the uh, from the other sideline yeah. at Tyler Adams, who yeah, celebrated was, in front oh, of some Mexico fans. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was that was him we, celebrating we in front themselves. of some Mexican fans who were throwing beer at him. So he went over. That's right. And said. Throw the beer. I'm 19. So there's beer. <laughs> he was yeah, embracing dude, you it. You, what? you could arrest some people for distributing alcohol to a man. <laughs> <laughs> Talk us through the day. Who wants, who wants up? Well, soccer darts. Soccer darts. Well, let's start with the tailgate. First of all, like we said last night, you know, AO Nashville put on for their city once again. It was a great tailgate. Uh, we always love uh, the spot that we're at over at uh, Main Event Parking. It was a great setup and Today we had we had soccer darts, which was cool. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was. I wasn't as good as I thought I was going to be at that game. I had a, I had a killer left foot that got uh, filmed, which yeah, is good. Yeah, we saw that. It was very nice. And I also got a right-footed one that was filmed that went way over the top. <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be winners, Justin. <laughs> that's that's the story of my life. <laughs> J- Jacob hit the bullseye, but we didn't get it on film, despite him literally calling him his shot. Yes. Let's, okay, Jacob, talk us through talk us through the mindset of hitting the bullseye on your what was it your first shot all night? It was one of my first ones. So Dan's there, he's recording for everyone else. Looks at me, he was like, "Not recording for you." So I tell him, "I'm hitting the bullseye. Step up, hit it." That's all there was to it. He walked off with swag too. I was proud of him. Did he just end the night on that kick, or did you keep trying? It was too much fun not <laughs> to keep going. Yeah, tailgate was uh, a lot of fun. A lot of people, just positive vibes. Yeah, everyone was having a great tailgate. time. We had we had Hex throwing down on the grill, making some tacos. We oh, had, we, I'm t- they're 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 the best tacos you've ever made, Hex. He's he's sleeping right now. He's trying to at least. <laughs> he, we're sitting on the bed. Oh, he's awake. No, say just for context, we are recording this in a uh, hotel room where there are quite. We're literally corpses uh, laying around us, so um, hopefully we don't wake them. But yeah, so he he threw he did his thing on the grill. Megan was, I, 
I'm sure you have a lighter load, uh, lighter uh, suitcase going home with merch, hopefully, because uh, she was doing her thing selling stuff. Justin was having a good time. He was doing some soccer darts. He was rolling around. He was kissing babies. He was meeting the people. Dan was being Dan. He was rolling around, taking pictures. I don't know what Jacob was doing. Jacob was, was doing, doing soccer press. He was doing the heat press. He did the heat press. And... It didn't really leave much for me to do, so that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what you did, which is always awesome for a game, is the march into the stadium. Yeah, the march and is also really cool. It's always cool. It's, it's a great route because you get to actually march for a little bit. Well, that, that's, I mean, just, just fast-forwarding on that march, once once everybody got, we filled the sections. It was, it was hot in there right away. Mm -hmm. um, people were excited. We... Yeah, I felt like there. This was a very therapeutic. Even even before kickoff, I felt like everybody was really getting a lot of energy out into the stadium. This felt very therapeutic. I mean, obviously the Brazil game is, is like Brazil is Brazil, and, and you play your game and you're excited to watch the team play. But there's you know as as we said even before this, there's a, a so much of a larger level to USA Mexico, and then just we, we've been waiting to have. I mean, it was, it was great to be able to play Mexico. After the World Cup, you know, banter aside, and we weren't there, and they were. We were mano a mano today with uh, two youthful lineups from both teams. With both, neither of them having head coaches, and uh, but there was <laughs> a lot of lot of like hot energy in that crowd right away. Like people were just ready to for for this game. I think it was because people realized that we were going to be outnumbered in, in the crowd. You know, it's not. It wasn't like it was on Friday night. It was. You know, it was 40,000 people, another great showing for Nashville. Was, if you looked at it on TV, there was probably one section of red, white, and blue, and the rest was just a sea of green. But everyone in the section brought everything they could to make that section a, a success. And uh, I, I love the fact that everybody came. And that's why we all sound like we unfolded lawn chairs. Like with, Yeah, we with left our all our energy in the stands. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I was drumming. With an amazing crew, actually, today. We had, I don't know how many drummers, 10. 7,500 drummers. <laughs> there was a lot of drummers. It sounded like one. One but band, we, one sound. But we needed it in the section. It was, it had to carry up top. And um, usually when you have like a ton of drummers, I'm just going to say this from a drummer standpoint, is that people can all do their own thing, get off, and be a little crazy. Like It was pretty cohesive today. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of drummers that I've drummed with uh, all over the country there. Um, oh, Breezy and all the other... Uh, and Slape leading a lot of the chants. Mm -hmm. Absolutely did an incredible job. I, it's it's tough. Yeah, the tubas too. Yeah, the tubas. Oh, yeah, the, the trumpets. Horns. I totally forgot yeah, the, about horns. the horns. Yeah, that was We're cool. From, shout out uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Andrew and the crew came down with their uh, two trumpets and a tuba, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I, the crowd needed that goal though. They they needed it. The fans needed it, and we got it. Okay, before we talk about the goal, we have to talk about the fact that we have a new. Gooch stare down. Oh, we have one. It's it's now Matt Miazga. It's uh, memed around the world already. Yes, it was. He he literally little sunned uh, somebody on the Mexican team, and it was hilarious. It was awesome, and it was exactly the it was exactly the like kind of energy that we needed, and it was exactly what this fierce rivalry is about: not backing down having that guy right in front of you and saying, look, man, it's going to be a long day because I'm a foot taller than you. Um, did we talk about that being the secret of winning against Mexico? Mm -hmm. We did. We talked Just about it last night. We were, we were 
we were clairvoyant. You could say that Mexico came up short today. <laughs> I wish I had the cricket app on my phone. Where I could just go. <laughs> and the funny, and the bad thing is, we were all looking at him, and we saw his face, and we knew something was coming, and we still couldn't react. We to still it. left him. I should have no, turned off his mic. We, 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 we knew that. Getting inside Mexico's head was going to be the key to this of unraveling it, and we we saw uh, 60, 70 minutes of uh, you know from time to time sloppy play, uh, inconclusive play, and you know so many of these games hinge on a moment that either the U.S. team gets fired up, and obviously you saw a confrontation after that. Um, the the U.S. was able to get the advantage. Um, you know, they, they had a psychological advantage there. And then a couple minutes later, the red card mm-hmm. obviously gave them a man advantage, uh, but a continued psychological advantage. And, and they were able to exploit that. And, and Mexico was and very dis- quickly. And di- yeah, Mexico was disorganized. It left Tyler Adams to run uh, nearly 30 yards from the midfield and just set up camp uh, 12 yards from the goal and, and, and get his first international goal. So, um, you know, good the, for him. Yeah, good, good for him. What yeah, a Ty- game to get it Tyler in. Tyler Adams. Right. Look, we we talked a lot last night about the history of this rivalry and that a new chapter was going to be written and that these youngsters had a chance to tell their tale. And I think a lot of them really made their mark tonight. Um, We won't say so it was a complete performance by anybody, but look, Matt Miazga had his moment. Tyler Adams had his moment. Zach Steffen had a couple moments. Um, You know, there's a lot of guys who really showed out in in a rivalry like this. You want to make your mark. I think a lot of guys did that tonight. Yeah, Taylor Twelman, we just saw like he was Twelman mean uh, about there's no creativity. Yeah, it's a new word. <laughs> His rants that he has. There's no creativity in the midfield. All this other stuff, and there's all these questions. But the defense looked good. Yeah, they didn't allow which a goal. is important. Twelman, there, was, there wasn't a lot of. I mean, Mexico didn't get a lot of, you know, real chances. They had like one or two in each half, but it wasn't like. They were, you know, teeing off on Zach Steffen. He's having to stand on his head. For the most part, it was a pretty quiet night. You yeah. Know, he had to field a couple balls on, on, you know, field a couple uh, crosses into the box. But it wasn't a lot of shots on goal for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the feeling like after that goal went in for you guys? Euphoria. Because it was in the 70 what minute? 71st minute? 67th minute? I don't know. I don't 72nd. remember. 72nd? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Pure joy, just eruption. Just the crowd went crazy, and I got doused with beer. I I smell. Yeah, it happens. I smell like a bar. Um, (laughs) Glad I didn't have to drive. Well, I mean, again, like this is, you know, this is our first goal uh, post World Cup. You know, we we played our friendly before uh, the World Cup, and and we were blank. Did you intentionally say goalpost? No, I did not. But <laughs> I know no people, people would, would 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 imagine that I would try to plant that. But no, we've got you know this is this is our first goal after after the World Cup, and is against Mexico, and it's a it's a fresh start, it's a turning a page, and it was very therapeutic for a lot of U.S. fans to uh, you know again pregame. There's a lot of energy, a lot of people excited for this, and and then and we we get that goal, we get that W, and and we get to start. Putting the pieces 
back together of our broken hearts and 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 you just let it out just like ah you know it's like it's like one of those like yoga dragon breaths where you just gotta like get it all out you know like that's <laughs> what? that that's what that was so i'm, I'm really I don't I'm, do yoga. I'm getting into yoga lately so you know Look, dragon the, breath the great thing is that there's there's very few chances for our ao family to congregate i mean this is only our seventh men's game of the year you know so there's not a lot of chances for them to get together and see the, see each other and really cheer for their men's national team. Of, of course, the women are, are going strong, and we've seen sections time and time again show out. Uh, but today, there's a lot of new people in the stands. There's a lot of people who have a lot of excitement. We talked about last night with you know you know Nashville being a, a new hotbed for soccer and, and it, that soccer scene growing. A lot of people, there were a lot of fresh faces, and it's always cool to be to see everyone come out, give their all, and go home happy. We don't get to see that that often. Probably could have been a few more if the tickets weren't $78, but it was nice to, it was nice to see some yeah, folks. But, I mean, having a, lot of, having a lot of new faces is great to, uh, to see in the stands, especially for a big game like USA-Mexico. Yeah. And to see them go home happy, those people will hopefully come back. Yeah, they're going to remember this win. Yeah. This is their first one against Mexico. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't understand the significance of beating Mexico, I don't care if it's a friendly, a World Cup game, knockout round game, or something. This means a lot. And it really hit me at the end of the game, too. I mean, <clears throat> I knew we're coming into this rivalry. It's, like, important, right? But, like, actually getting the win against Mexico hit me at the end of the game. Man, it means a lot. We don't yeah. get to see it. I mean, we usually get to see it often on home soil <laughs> up until the last one. Right. Uh, but they're, these Mexico fans walk into the stadium were super confident. They were. Overly confident. Yeah, a lot of them were just like, they were feeling themselves a little too much. So, okay. So now we got this win. What are, what's next? I know we have the games in October mm-hmm. and November. What's next? Well, it's a great chance to evaluate takeaways from these last two matches obviously we've had you know two different very different matches uh results wise but it's a chance for the program to kind of evaluate what's going on see what's next hopefully the the progression of coaching would be um would be center stage now there's three weeks where they can you know or ernie stewart is probably going to have to do his damn job narrow down yeah narrow down this list of potential candidates and and really start honing in on who he thinks the the guy is going to be um and maybe if he does that in the next couple weeks then that guy will have a chance to bring in um a a team in october and really start really gelling this program and really getting it into the program that that coach wants it to be so (laughs) i heard something uh, David Moyes was talking to someone I know, and oh he was actually at the last two games. I don't, yes. I don't know what that means. I don't want to make any rumors, but he was saying like this is like a good job for anyone. Anyone should want this job because <clears throat> we have this young team. You know, he's he's thinking like we're not missing out in Cutter, and we have the 2026 World Cup. It's like a prime time, and we have the resources. Really, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, like compared to some countries, we have infinite amount of resources and you know to it's a hot take by anyone yeah. that doesn't yeah well we, we i mean these two games. yeah but we have the we have the resources to really make this program what a coach wants you know and, and if a coach says hey we need a b and c we can go get it if we need it so um 
I do think is an important job. Whether you know, I, I don't know if it was him or Mourinho that said it was a top five job in the world, the uh, club or country. <laughs> okay, that we appreciate the uh, love it. We appreciate love the it. confidence. <laughs> yeah, we'll love take it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a very important job, and I think especially you know with Concacaf, I think people understand that this is something that they can walk into and really leave a lasting impact. And I think that's why this job is viewed as one of the more high, highly sought after ones. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to know kind of where we're at on that. Like, you know, you said like, Oh, do your damn job. I mean, he probably is, but I'd love to have more communication on like each of the process of what we're doing with this coaching search. Well, just think about it. Like if you recall like four or five months ago, there were coaches who were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if the U S called me, I'd do it. And they were using that as like leverage to position themselves to become a coach for somewhere else. Uh, but I think that makes, that makes, you know, it's an important note because they could say, Hey, Colombia called me. Hey, Mexico called me. Hey, England called me, but they didn't. They're saying that the U S is, is a job that they would want to take to signify to the world that, Hey, I am a good coach. And that if the U S would be interested anywhere interested in me, then you should be too. Hmm. Hmm. So what do we have in uh, October? Peru. We have uh, we have Colombia, 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 Colombia. Who drew Argentina tonight? Zero yeah. zero. So that's gonna be a stern test for sure. And also, are without a coach. Does anybody just have a every, coach? Everybody. <laughs> yeah, they're just just rudder. It is after the World all Cup. All these kids, all these <laughs> kids just running around doing kid things. And, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be in Tampa. And for Hartford. sure, and Hartford. We're at every single game. Men and women, Tampa's going to be huge. I hope it should yeah. be. Any, any? I heard some whispers that they're going to try to do a, a, a Dempsey send off in Hartford, just a la Donovan. Oh, Lance, I didn't Lance. that's rumor mill. Did you but, create that rumor? Yeah, I'm starting it right here, right now. Yeah. So, um, although you know they had, you know, Did the you Don, really Donovan one was ten ten, you know, and they got the numbers all right, and this is the dates all wrong. This is no like. October Deuce or whatever, <laughs> which actually just sounds like something happens if you have too much uh, Halloween candy. <laughs> mm. That's pretty good. Mm. Was that on the spot? Uh, Every, everything is is <laughs> from the spot, like a penalty kick. Um, no, I just I heard somebody ask that, and then I was like, my head, like, man, yeah, this would be a perfect opportunity. Go back to Hartford. Hartford did a great job with the Donovan send off. Um, you know, yeah, maybe, but you know, maybe there'd be a, a Dempsey send off. But you never know. I mean, we'll see. Why well, my heart sort of heart ceremony, thinks, you know, my heart heart thinks that I don't I don't really know if he wants one. He kind of just wants the fish. He, he said that. I heard the fishing is lovely in East Hartford. Was it something to do with his heart still? No. Like, his retirement mid-season? His retirement was has nothing to do with that. Okay. Um, he has a back injury right now. The heart-related stuff was last the last two years. And remember, he came back from that and scored like eight goals in nine games. So I feel like that's behind him. He will be missed. You go back to 12 and think about creativity. He was the most creative person we had on the team, probably ever. He's my favorite player of all time. He, well, yeah, all time. He's amazing. The goat. He will be missed. He's a guy that had just some grit, skill, talent. Oh, I love that guy. He tried shit. <laughs> he did he try shit. It. He was creative. He loved it. <laughs> and he always, even when he tried shit, he actually made it happen and yeah. successfully did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always it. 
funny story. I always think about the uh, the last goal that he had, um, which was in the Gold Cup semifinal against Costa Rica. A free kick where normally he would try to bend it all the way over, you know, just over over the wall, down underneath the net. And he said, I'm going to try just shooting it on the ground and just let it roll in. And he did it because he knew the, the, knew the wall was going to jump. He, as soon as he kicked it, he just runs to the corner because he's like, yeah, that ball's going in. <laughs> and the keeper was just like, where is the – you could see him look up and then the ball just is like, oh, he, he looks down and it's in the goal. And he's like, oh, my God. And it's just one of those like unconventional things where he said, in the heat of a moment, I'm going to try something stupid. And it worked. <laughs> and I love that. that. I mean, that, that's something that I think – it, with with all the grit and all the stuff, just the fact that he was just gonna say, you know, sometimes, hey man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it because if you don't shoot, it's not gonna go in the net. Well, and we got a we got a generation of fans. That's what my mom always said, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just try right. You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. That's right. Yeah. But we got a we we got a whole generation of fans who obviously appreciate his efforts. But you know, again, when we talk about all these these kids that are playing for the men's national team now, like they grew up watching your Donovans and your Dempsey's and, and whatnot trying shit. And, and we talk, you know, what is the mentality of this next group of kids coming up is there's a lot of confidence. And I think seeing a confident American like Clint Dempsey on the field can, and can only open the door for more players to play with that level of confidence um, and, and, and try shit. And so that's that's a great takeaway to see see an American player who was uh, unapologetic about being an American player. And I see a lot of that moxie in some of these kids too, which is really, really encouraging to me because that that's something that I thought in the last year and a half as a team we had been missing. <clears throat> so if we get that if we get that moxie back, that like me, hey man, me, what me, me, Miotsky? Me. Nope. No, nope, Moxie. Nope, 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 nope. No, that wasn't good. No, that wasn't good. No, <laughs> um, but no, like I, I just that this that that determination that they're going to go out and they're going to not be intimidated, play with no fear, and take on some of the big boys. And hey, sometimes you're going to beat them. Um, I, I like that confidence, and I think that is something that's going to help this train get rolling a lot quicker than uh, some people think it might. Well, I can't wait for these kids to try some shit moving yeah. forward. Well, Next month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Join us in Tampa. Hartford. Sorry, East Hartford. <laughs> West Hartford, too. You guys West can come out, too. <laughs> we love y'all, too. <laughs> uh, England in November and not sure where the next one is. We're playing Italy somewhere, somewhere. In, the, in the world. <laughs> we got the women's stuff coming up, too, which you talked about the last podcast. But, yep. hey. We filled our obligation tonight. We did our podcast. This is a bonus podcast because we usually don't do this because we are exhausted. You forgot to mention that it was a soccer podcast about soccer. Oh, like, see, we're so tired. We didn't even do the slogan. Wait, hey, is this a soccer podcast that focuses on soccer? Yeah, this is a soccer podcast where we talk about soccer. Oh, a soccer podcast. I like soccer. I like soccer. Okay, now that's fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Well, there, there you have it. This has been the American Outlaws Soccer Podcast, where we talk about soccer. Bonus after game podcast after a victory that's absolutely amazing with Mexico. I know it sounds like we aren't excited, but we are. 
We're just very tired. <laughs> a long. I have a flight in five days. hours. And we're excited for the future. At least I am. How about before we go? Final thoughts from each of you after this game. How do you feel? I feel like I don't want to leave Nashville. I'm tired. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> End of podcast. There you have it, everyone. Thanks for joining us again on this podcast where we talk about soccer. This is American Outlaws. This is Justin Brunken, Donald Wine, Jacob Warnicke, Daniel Wierzema. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.